We're back with another interview today, and this one is full of the most amazing takeaways. My friend Rob from Square 8 Studios joined me to talk about senior photography and how you can utilize this market to gain clients as a wedding photographer. Now, when I say senior photography, I think that most people are automatically going to think of high school seniors, especially if you're a US-based photographer, because that is a huge market there. But we're not talking about high school senior photography today. Rob has cornered the market in working with college seniors, especially those in fraternities and sororities. And by delivering an incredible client experience to these students during their senior sessions, he's able to create return clients who, in the not-too-distant future, are going to be taking their own walk down the aisle. That, combined with his mindset around pricing and his approach to creating a simple pricing structure, helps him book out his calendar year after year in both his portrait and wedding photography businesses. No matter where you're located in the world, I know you're going to get so much out of this episode, so let's just get right to it, shall we? You're listening to episode 26 of Keeping It Candid. Welcome to Keeping It Candid. I'm your host, Sandra Henderson, an international wedding and family photographer and business coach. I help wedding photographers use systems to build out the back end of their businesses to gain control and continue to thrive no matter what life throws their way. And on a more personal note, I'm a strong Enneagram 3 wing too who is obsessed with tacos, and my love for traveling combined with navigating chronic illness life are just two of the many things that drive my passion for all things systems, workflows, and beating burnout as a business owner. Join me every week for a candid behind-the-scenes look at what it's really like working as a wedding photographer, where I'll give you actionable steps to take your business to the next level. Absolutely no fluff here, friends, so go grab your favorite notebook and pen, and let's dive into this week's episode. Well, welcome, Rob, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, Before we get started, if you could just take a quick second to introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am a photographer and educator based out of Fort Worth, Texas. So very opposite end of the accent spectrum from your neck of the woods, I would imagine. Hopefully I come through relatively neutral. But uh, yeah, I have been doing this now for six going on seven years and have loved uh, every bit of it. It's been, been a wild ride. It's so funny that you bring that up about accents because you and I first met at the show at United Conference in November 2021. And so many people, I was like one of two or three Canadians there. So many people were like, wait, it doesn't sound like you have an accent. But then I said the word out. And then all of a sudden, like I had people cheering for me. So yeah, it was so funny that you brought that up. (laughs) Oh, yes, for sure. So I'm super excited to dive into this topic because a lot of people, as they're building their businesses in the wedding photography industry or just the photography industry in general, we hear a lot of people telling us that we need to niche down and we need to offer, you know, just one or two things. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that, you know, as someone who primarily focuses on like weddings and families on my own website, I still get inquiries for all kinds of things from there. Um, So I'm really excited to talk to you about how senior photography has impacted your business as a whole and how it's impacted you as a wedding photographer as well. Yeah, well, and just to hit on what you were talking about there with like niching down and, uh, you know, do I focus on just one or two things? You know, I, I get inquiries for a lot of things too. I only show the things on my site I want to book lots of, but I do think, yeah, like, you know, and like just we were just talking about before I jumped on here how the... You know, I did a couple of headshot sessions this morning. I don't advertise publicly that I do headshots, but you know, you 
if opportunities present themselves, I've got the stuff in place to do that for people and have built this quiet little side thing with that as well. But yeah, as far as seniors, I think it's really important to distinguish because for most people, when they think senior photography, they think high school seniors. And I have found that that for me is not where I want to be for a number of reasons, not the least of which is you know, you have those like helicopter parents that want to jump in and control how the session goes and those sorts of things. And for somebody that started in wedding photography, I'm used to being able to work more directly with the client and have that kind of interaction. And so for me, when I think of senior photography, I'm not thinking about high school seniors at all. I'm actually thinking about college grads. And that for us has been an unbelievable source of revenue and quite honestly, just joy in running my business that has opened up a ton of doors uh, for possibilities and become like the number one source of how we get our weddings as well, which has been really cool. Oh, that's so awesome. And how has it been like it becomes your number one source? Is there like one or two specific things that make these ideal clients to transfer them over into weddings? Well, Sandra, think of it like this. Imagine, because you know, you said you do weddings and families. Imagine, let's start with the family aspect of this. Imagine your perfect family that you love working with, and imagine they lived in a massive neighborhood full of only perfect families for you that love your services, right? And they all and they all hang out at the pool on the weekends, or they all go out and eat dinner together. Like they're always having parties at somebody's house. Or take the wedding scenario. Imagine your perfect bride and she lives in a neighborhood with all people that just got engaged. And every year, a few people get married and move out of the neighborhood. But every year, a few people move into the neighborhood. And they're also like the perfect client for you. And they're all telling everybody, oh, you got to shoot with Sandra. That's what college is like. It is a demographic unlike any other because you have thousands. And in some cases here in the States, tens of thousands of ideal clients that all live on a college campus that's just a few blocks, you know, in in radius. So you're talking about thousands of ideal clients all living within a few blocks of each other, all hanging out in class, on the weekends, at games, at parties, going to dinner together. And they're all, when they get together, what are they doing? They're talking about the things that they love. And all you have to do as a photographer is build the kind of brand that people love And they're going to be talking about you when they go to all of these places. So for me, it's been the most rich and like dense word of mouth market that I could have ever imagined. I've never seen anything like it in photography. And yet for so many photographers, they have no idea it even exists. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a good point. I love how you brought up that like, these are all people that are regularly hanging out together, going out for dinner and things like that. They ha- There's that saying that like birds of a feather flock together. And I think it's so true. You're not very likely going to come across a group of 10 friends where every single one of those 10 people is completely different with absolutely nothing in common. Like they all enjoy watching the same shows and listening to the same music, going to the same restaurant. So they will likely have the same tastes and ideas as they go into wedding planning as well. Well, and here, here's another unique thing about this market, Sandra, that I think just really has made it a perfect fit for me with all the work we do with our weddings is when I think of high school seniors, I think of an individual and I think of them and probably their mom coming on the session with them. And that's pretty much it. You know, maybe you'll have them like bring a friend that jumps in a picture to at the end. But with college, 
it's all about friendships. It's all about relationships. And so when I'm doing these senior sessions, yeah, sometimes it's just one person, but more often than not, who I'm photographing is a group of five or seven or 10, or we actually just booked one for a group of 15 friends that I'm just like, man, bring it on. It's so fun because then for me as a photographer, I don't even have to worry about like, how do I make sure this is fun for them? They're already hanging out with their, you know, 14 other best friends. They're going to have fun. All I have to do is just like ride the wave of energy that they bring to the session. But here's what happens, Sandra, is they have an amazing time with me. They get back a bunch of photos with them and their besties. And then a few months later, Jojo, the boyfriend goes and puts a ring on it. And that all those besties that were in those pictures with them are now getting invites to become bridesmaids. And so this bride-to-be is sitting there thinking, hmm, who should I reach out to about my wedding photography? And then they realize, oh, wait, here's this guy, Rob. He just took a bunch of pictures of me and all these girls that are going to be my bridesmaids. We loved the way we looked in our photos. We loved the way the photos turned out. We loved how much fun we had with him. Why would I go searching for somebody else that I may or may not have that kind of connection with when this guy shoots weddings too, and he's made us look amazing. And so we wind up skipping the line. It's like a fast pass at Disney or something. You know, we, we just skip the line to of the inquiry process because we get these people that have already worked with us and already know us, already trust us, already love our work. And it just makes the whole experience so stinking rich. It's like a total no-brainer decision at that point. And it just makes, I'm sure it takes a lot of the stress off their plate when they're planning their wedding and just gets them off onto just such a like exciting foot. Because a lot of people that I connect with are like, you know, getting through that initial stages of the wedding planning process can be really daunting and overwhelming. But when you already have that connection, it's just kind of like a breath of fresh air as you keep going forward. A hundred percent. I remember uh, last year, there was this gal, Sydney. She was uh, a, one of my campus reps. So we also have this team of campus reps that are people on TCU's campus. I'm near TCU. That's the college here in Fort Worth, in which we just got to go to the playoffs uh, for college football this year. And we are stoked about it. I'm so pumped. Um, Sydney was one of my campus reps her senior year. So we did a bunch of shoots together as a part of that. And then we did her senior photos with her best friends. Then we also, she told her boyfriend, Josiah, hey, you got to do your senior photos with this guy. So Josiah rounds up like 10 of his best buds and we did all of their senior photos. Well, all her girls were bridesmaids. Most of his guys were groomsmen. When we, we I shot their proposal, all their engagement photos, show up at their wedding last December and all of the bridesmaids were people I had photographed. All the grooms and people I had photographed. Half of the college-aged wedding guests were people that I'd done their senior photos. It was the most fun I'd ever had shooting a wedding because you just felt like you were part of the family at that point. And there was so much trust built up. There was so much just like shared understanding of how this needed to go, what needed to happen, that it made things a breeze, like the least stressful wedding I'd ever photographed. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. And that kind of thing, it makes the day really enjoyable for the couple and the experience enjoyable for them, but it really makes it enjoyable for us. Absolutely. When you get home from that wedding day, it doesn't matter if it was 10, 12 hours, it's feeling like you are working for a fraction of that time. So why do you think that this is such an untapped market when it comes to wedding photographers using seniors and college students as a lead-in to getting new inquiries? 
I, I think it comes down to a couple things, Sandra. I think, number one, I think most people assume college students don't have money and can't afford photos. And so for photographers, so many of us were struggling with this idea of, like, trying to establish our value and establish that people should pay us what we're worth. And we're trying to raise those prices, and we're feeling like, ah, oh, you know, like, I, I feel bad even charging what I'm charging. Now I'm supposed to go to this audience where, you know, they're eating ramen noodles for three meals a day or something, you know. And there's just this assumption that college students don't have money. But when you go and look, especially at schools that have Greek life, where people are used to paying dues for sororities and they're paying astronomical tuition to go to school and they're doing all these different things that have large expenses attached to it, really your expense for these memories is a drop in the bucket of all of their overall. When you look at the scope of their college experience, it's a small fraction of the overall expense that they incur along the way. Not only that, but you also have the ability to set up your pricing in a way that can make you both the most expensive and the least expensive photographer on campus all at the same time. And so what I've been able to do is position ourselves to where we are, we make on average around $1,000 a session, somewhere between $1,000 and $1,200 a session right now uh, for a one-hour session. And yet, we are affordable for everybody because of how we've structured our pricing. And so it's one of these things where, man, again, once people hear about you and get on camp and you're on, your name is on campus, if they know that their friends shot with you, they want to shoot with you too. And so it just makes it much easier to get into than people realize. Hey friends, I'm interrupting this amazing interview for a quick second to let you know about a brand new freebie that I just released. If you want to give your wedding workflow a refresh this year, or if you've never had a workflow at all, run Don't Walk over to my website, simplysandraivonca forward slash freebies and steal my wedding workflow. This is the exact 16 step workflow that I use in my own wedding photography business, and it's ready to help you take your clients from the time they book with you right through until you're finished your time together and are asking for reviews. All you need to do is input these steps into your favorite CRM system, add in your email templates, and voila! You've got a complete wedding workflow and can start delivering an incredible client experience while getting some of your freedom back at the same time. Head to simplysandrayvonca forward slash freebies to get your copy. That would lead me to the second thing is college and sorority photography I think what holds people back from jumping into it is they don't know how to to start. And so what I have been able to do over these past couple of years is take everything that I spent six years learning how to do with no roadmap and basically creating a roadmap for photographers on how to break into this market that nobody knows how to break into. Because there's a lot of people out there that will say, I wasn't in a sorority. Guess what? Me either. <laughs> I'm a dude. Uh, they don't have that. You know, we, we, they do fraternities. I didn't even do fraternities. I knew nothing about Greek life going in. I learned all this stuff as I went. But so I've been able to build a roadmap for people that we're now seeing photographers at big schools, small schools, schools in the north, south, east, west, all over the country. I actually just had one sign up that's in Canada. So I'm excited to experiment with this. She's over near Vancouver. So we're going to be testing this out with her as well in the coming weeks. But um, we're seeing photographers around the United States experience incredible success. They're doing things in months and sometimes weeks that took me years to do just because for the first time there's a roadmap on how to do it. 
Oh, that's amazing. For everybody that's listening, definitely make sure that you check it out. I have not checked out this specific course or roadmap, but I have had the chance to um, see some of the work that Rob does with Teaching Flash and hear him speak at a conference as well. And your education is amazing. I love oh, the way that kind. you explain things and the way that you break everything down makes it so easy to understand. And for someone who's been in the industry, like I've been using Flash for a good like 14, 15 years now, and I still learned like so much just from the way that you phrase certain things that was like a light bulb went off in my brain that I was like, Oh, like that makes so much more sense to look at it that way. So yeah, everybody make sure you run over to Rob's website and check out some of his education offerings, especially if you are interested in diving into senior photography. Absolutely. Well, and we've got a thing coming up uh, here in a couple of weeks, Sandra, where um, I'm actually gonna be doing a free five day mini course on college and sorority photography that is, we call it College 101, and it's going to walk you through all the basics to get on campus and get started booking your first sessions with college students. So if anybody's interested in figuring out how the heck do I crack the code on this market, it sounds awesome, but I don't know where to start. And I definitely wasn't in Greek life myself. It's, you know, it sounds weird, sounds scary. Let me help break that down for you the way we've broken down Flash for Sandra, and we'll get you on campus and get you rolling with your business for the next year. I love that. I will definitely be signing up. Um, I live in a what would be the equivalent of a college town in the U.S. is where I live in Canada. We have a college and a university here and a couple of other colleges like just outside the city. But we do have a lot of fraternities and sororities here. So I am definitely excited to check that out. You are you are in a prime location then. And uh, I will keep you posted on how this goes with our friend in Vancouver as well to find out what we learn. Because I have a feeling this is going to I feel like there's just there's so much correlation geographically, even for our two countries that, uh, you know, the similarities between college students, I think around the world are, are largely similar, but especially U.S. and Canada, I have a feeling there's going to be a ton of overlap in how those experiences go and what that could do for wedding photographers in the uh, Canada area as well. Yeah, I agree. I definitely have had some reservations in terms of senior photography when it comes to high schools, I think that that will be a lot larger of a task to break into with it not really being a thing that happens here. But I totally agree with you about that overlap between how colleges and universities work between the US and Canada. And I can definitely see how that can be really successful. So I hope that that goes really well for that photographer in Vancouver. And I'm definitely excited to see how that plays out. Um, but that actually leads me into my next question is for any photographers who are living, whether it be in the US where they're not, it's not a huge market for senior campus photography or other countries where they may have different schooling systems. Do you have any tips for them about how they can tap into that kind of market without doing photos of seniors annually? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to start tapping into any existing connections you might have. Maybe you're not on campus yourself, but if you have a friend who has a, a friend that goes to that college, or if you have a friend whose daughter goes to that college, or if you have a coworker who has a daughter that's in a sorority at that college, or if you go to church with somebody who you know is going to that college, wherever you have, I have found that man, a little bit of generosity goes a long way. And starting with one free session for that one person or that one person and their four friends, because again, college is all about the friend groups. And so if you can, you know, insert that one strategic free session for a few friends, you're going to wind up getting your, your brand and your name inserted into that social pipeline, that rich social structure we talked about of just 
thousands of students all living within a few blocks of each other. And I guess my other thing would be, yeah, come sign up for College 101. Uh, it, it, we're going to be starting that here in a couple of weeks and would love to have you in there because we're going to unpack exactly how to do that, how to make those asks and how to several other avenues that you can pursue that will like showing up at tailgate parties before football games and just walking up and taking pictures of photo, uh, taking pictures of people and swapping Instagrams while you're there. So many different strategies that you can use to just insert your name and your brand into the conversation. And once you're in those conversations to spread like wildfire. Yeah, I can totally see how like, well, one can lead into the other and how beneficial this is going to be for wedding photographers. And um, earlier, you mentioned that you position yourself in such a way that you are able to be the most expensive and least expensive photographer offering services on campus. I would love to know a little bit more about what that means. Yeah, great question, Sandra. So I'm a big believer that your pricing needs to make sense to people. And one of the biggest mistakes I see photographers making when they book out portrait sessions is charging by the person. I think this is a huge mistake because most often we wind up spending the same amount of time shooting the session and delivering a very similarly sized gallery, if not a little smaller, because a lot of us get nervous working with larger groups. And yet for each individual buying in, they're getting fewer photos of themselves that feature them. And so I don't believe it makes sense to the average client to have to pay just as much for the session if there are more people involved. And so, and we teach this in the college and sorority course, but we, I'm a huge believer in pricing in blocks of time because I think everybody understands that your time has value. And so because we price by the hour, I'm able to say, hey, when somebody comes to me and says, hey, I would love to work with you, but do you have anything less expensive? I say, Absolutely. Bring a friend with you and you'll both pay half as much. It's still an hour of my time. I'm still doing the same amount of shooting, editing. But for these two friends, they have now been able to cut their cost in half, but they've also been able to have a better experience because they got to do this with somebody. It's, it can be so awkward when you're not used to taking photos and now you're one-on-one -on -one with this photographer. You've maybe met him once or twice and now you're having to stand and pose and do all these things. You're like, what do I do with my hands? Well, once you have your best friend there by your side, y'all are laughing, having fun. You're enjoying them. You're thinking about them, not thinking about what do I do with my hands. So I'm able to create a better experience for these friend groups and they're able to spend less per person on the session because we charge by the hour and not by the person. I love that perspective. I totally agree with you. I know there are lots of photographers who using the family portraits um, as an example, where we get a lot of times extended family sessions where three, four family units are all coming together. And a lot of photographers will charge a premium or add-ons per family but I totally agree with you. You can still essentially get the same number of photos done in that hour, but each individual family is going to be getting less photos of themselves because you're adding in those large family photos as well and photos of just the kids and things like that. So that's such a great perspective for portrait sessions across the board. And I find those families, thinking about the extended family thing, those families tend to wind up all buying prints at the end. They're, you're going to be making more naturally on those sessions, and yet they're going to understand it. What, what I would say, too, to those people is like, if that's you, if you're that extended family photographer and you're, you're wrestling with like, oh, but how could I make that switch? 
people understand that it takes more time to shoot more families. So add on time. We have we have uh, college students that do it all the time with us. They're like, hey, we have a larger friend group. Can we add more session time? Absolutely. Here's what that costs. Now that's an easy decision for them because they understand more of my time is more valuable to me and therefore they would spend extra for that. That makes perfect sense to them to do that way. Yeah, absolutely. And making things as easy as possible for the clients to understand means that it makes it easier for us to get paid. And that is ultimately like an end goal that I think everybody should make a priority. A hundred percent. I am a big believer in a no-brainer booking process. The less brain cells people have to burn through, you know, trying to think through how do I get this thing booked and get my date picked and get my money put down, the less they have to think about that and the easier we can make this for them. That's just an extra way to serve them before they've even officially become a client just by making this easy for them. Yeah, absolutely. Before we wrap things up, uh, this has been the most amazing conversation. Do you have any final takeaways that you hope that wedding photographers or campus photographers take from this episode or anything that they can apply to their businesses going forward? Yeah, I would say if you think college photography as a wedding photographer is going to be just like high school photography, you are sorely mistaken. It, they couldn't. College photography has so much more in common with what you do as a wedding photographer than it has with high school photography. So do yourself a favor, do your business a favor. If you like working with clients who already love you, already trust you, already are obsessed with your work before they even reach out to you, if that's the kind of client you look forward to having inquire about you shooting their wedding, College and sorority photography is where you need to be spending some time in this coming year, not building out Google ads and paying for Google ads and Facebook ads. Go get connected on your local college campus because it is going to become the best source of weddings for you this coming year. And who doesn't love clients like that and wedding days like that, really? (laughs) Right? That's what I'm saying. They're just the best. Where can everybody find you online if they want to check in with your courses or just follow you on social media and things like that? Yeah, great question. I have uh, a few different places. Number one, jump on Instagram. That's the main like social media place to find me. Uh, You'll find me at Square 8 Studio. And then I also have a podcast, The Bop, uh, that I do. So it's fun actually to be on a this end of the conversation, Sandra. I'm really enjoying this aspect of it a lot. Um, but do monthly episodes with people around the photography industry. And then also have an education page, squareatstudio.com slash education, where you'll find all of our courses and free classes like that College 101 that's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again for joining me. It was really great talking to you. I loved this conversation and I hope that our paths cross again soon. Absolutely. Let's make it happen. Thank you so much for listening. You can find full show notes from today's episode at simplysandraivonca forward slash keeping it candid. In the meantime, let's connect. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Just search Simply Sandra Yvonne. And if you're loving this podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Until next time.